0: Each year, approximately 5,000 children are diagnosed with brain cancer. Of those children, nearly 30% will not survive, and many of those that do are left with debilitating side effects for life. We're asking you to help by tuning in to the 10th annual Team Jack Foundation Radiothon presented by the Home Agency on September 29th. Become a champion for a cure for just $20 a month. Visit teamjackfoundation.org to learn more. Thank you for helping us fight for a cure
2: Back with you, it's Hour 2, it's Hale Varsity, presented by Currency. For all your equipment financing needs on the road today, here at the Hale Varsity Club in La Vista. Bill Dolman, the Pride of Fairbury, NBC Sports, Big Ten volleyball man on assignment. And, uh, you know, we talked to Dr. Rob Zadiska earlier, it looked like he was in a timeout. Bill Dolman, too, has been put in a timeout in his vehicle. Billy D, how we doing?
1: So I'm driving right now on uh, I-29 down to Kansas City. That's why I'm in my truck, (laughs) scaring the hell out of everybody on the interstate. No, I'm not. I am parked outside the studio, so nobody needs to worry. That's pretty good.
2: (laughs) Dolman's just sitting there (laughs) down the interstate. What's up? Just waving along. Uh, That's not frightening or anything. Uh, We'll we'll get to, to Michigan, Nebraska, but Bill Dolman coach deon sanders you probably covered Dion in one of those fiesta bowls didn't you
1: yeah you know what i i, I might have that's right that's right uh, we, we we ran into those guys quite a bit back in the uh late in the mid to late 80s you know it seemed like nebraska florida state were playing all the time and then we started playing miami all the time yeah so a thought here
2: on Dion. we talked about it a little earlier in the show uh, Monster Brand has done well at Jackson State, the uh, Fighting Walter Paytons. I mean, he's he's an old-school coach. He's landed a five-star. I know that is high on your radar with recruiting rankings. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, Dion is, is a guy that, so far, so good. I don't know uh, how that sits with you as far as, all right, is this uh, a sweet whopper <laughs> or... Can you do the math on this thing if you're trapped?
1: I, I, just, I just find this whole process now, uh, as it has evolved over the past probably two or three weeks, the the rumor mill just is cranking out as we near the end of it. Whether or not there is smoke to this fire or fire to this smoke, uh, who knows at this point. Two weeks ago, we everybody was dead set that Lane Kiffin had Bob Davey hook up his cable, right? <laughs> um, and we know that's not true because everybody streams nowadays. So is it possible? I suppose at this point, I'm willing to buy just about any story that's out there and follow it to see where it goes and then patiently wait until we all get open our presents on the 25th of November mm-hmm. or the 26th, as the case might be. Um, certainly that would be as splashy a hire as any institution could possibly make if you were able to land Deion Sanders and and why wouldn't it? That doesn't, it, it completely makes sense. Doesn't it? Deion Sanders to Lincoln, Nebraska. Actually, I think it probably makes more sense than Lane Kiffin. Um, because I think that Dion has probably played or coached in more games in the North than Lane Kiffin. Uh, I I don't know. I, it's, it's a fun story for the day. Everybody's blowing up that it's this, um, uh, Zach Smith is that the same guy that was the assistant coach at Ohio State that was one of on the same Best staff? Yes. Okay, so uh, I, I did look and, and see that that website. I think you always have to kind of consider, you know, the the logistical sources, not just the source. That's a that's a site that I believe has fourteen thousand subscribers. Okay, not one hundred and forty three thousand subscribers, not one point four million subscribers. 14,000, so are we are we click baiting on, on YouTube? Maybe, you know, smart, and maybe, maybe he'll get uh, double his uh, his subscribers and then this will turn out to be true and he'll still keep another five of them, you know? So you've climbed and lost. Uh, they're, they're putting a lot on the line, coming out as uh, definitive as they were, right? I mean, they, they made it sound like this is a done deal, Except for it's ninety-eight point five percent a done deal, right? Let's leave a little wiggle room just in case it doesn't happen.
0: Yeah, Bill, that's where I was going to go next. It was you kind of hit on it here over the past ninety seconds or so. The source, and Zach Smith. I'm sure he does have connections in the coaching world, but as you said, this could also be a play to try to get his his podcast some more listeners, some more subscribers. Everyone knows Nebraska fans are going crazy for the coaching search news right now. So let's go talk Nebraska coaching search, make a story, and see how many listeners we can get. That's a possibility. But I also go, yeah, he's a guy who does have connections, especially uh, around, you know, Ohio State and people – formerly connected to Ohio State, and I'm not going to go any further into that. But where I wanted to go, just an overarching theme, is Trev has kept his cards pretty close to his trust from a a Nebraska point of view. Do you think it is more likely that if we do get rumors out there that turn out to be true that they're going to be coming from outside Nebraska, like a guy like Zach Smith?
1: Well, I I think it goes back to the very start of this whole process that, you know, uh, who was the the very first once uh, Trev fired Scott? you know, one of the more prominent writers uh, for the athletic or ESPN immediately through 12 to 13 names out there. Uh, that's a lot of splats on the wall that in case one of them, you know, ends up three months later or two months later hitting, you go, yeah, I was right. I knew it, you know, but it, you were wrong on 12 of them. And just takes one bill. It just takes one. And people say, you know, you, you were on it right away. So I, I, at, at, this, at this point, I think it, we just need to back away from the table, let Trev be the lone guy in the poker game, and then let him come up and, and reveal his cards when all is said and done. Because I, I really think that we're just at that stage where people are just grasping at what is it going to be, because we know the answer is going to be coming fairly soon. And uh, again, two weeks ago, it was Lane, right? At the beginning of all this, it was Matt Campbell and Lance Leipold. No doubt about it. And then Dave Aranda. And and it could be any one of those guys. You know, Gary Patterson was pretty hot for about twelve hours a couple of days ago, and all of that made sense. And people down in Texas are saying, Yeah, I think there's something to that. It it, it just takes one for somebody to be right and get a little credibility to whatever news outlet that they're trying to push. But Zach Smith has certainly tapped into what I've said many times ESPN does in the offseason. What can we do to get some clicks in college football? Let's run a poll. And put Nebraska in it and and watch Nebraska fans click on it and up the numbers and we're good until they roll the balls out in August. That's what this really seems to me. Okay, another thing too, in listening to that guy, Zach Smith, with his deal today, he said that Dion reached out to a coordinator in the HBCU. Okay, pick out all the schools in HBCU and just go down the list of the 12 or 24 coordinators there are. okay. Is one of those guys going to be the guy? Then start drawing. If you really want to dig into this, take Deion Sanders and do your Kevin Bacon. Six degrees, two degrees of separation. to All the coordinators in HBCU as to who it might be. Well, you know, if you want to play the game, let's let's start digging.
0: Do you want the theory? There's two names that I look at. Um, one of them just left a coordinator position, took a head coaching job in HBC. That's Hugh Jacks. Uh, yeah, Hugh Jackson, who's with the Browns. Whenever. Uh, Smith was at Ohio State. The other one's Eddie George, former Ohio State Buckeye, now the head coach at Tennessee State. Those are the two names I look at that I go, that kind of makes sense. There's the the degrees of separation there.
2: How cool would it be for Eddie to walk in with with Tommy's Heisman?
1: (laughs) I was just going to say, somebody's (laughs) going to stop Eddie George at the Nebraska border, and it is going to be Tommy Frazier. He's not going to stop him. He's just going to take that thing and say, okay, go (laughs) ahead. Yeah. That was one of the most fraudulent Heisman Trophy awards ever given out, <laughs> no doubt about it.
2: Bill Dobbins but with you're us. Right. You're,
1: right. you're playing the game well, though. I mean, if, if people want to throw it out there, okay, then take it the next step. What are the connections to Dion? Who might it be? Who wouldn't make sense? And you're right. Maybe it is Hugh Jackson, but why would he go to Nebraska to be a coordinator when he's a head coach at one of the most prestigious HBCUs or well-known in the country? I I, I don't know, but that's, the, that's how you feel. You play the game to start to see where these uh, rumors could go, and I'd start making connections to Dion to make see if it makes sense. Bill Dolman's with us on Hill Varsity Radio. Bill, I want to shift gears to this weekend in Michigan—one of the biggest spreads, if not the biggest spread in Nebraska history, underdog-wise. I know we talked earlier this year about how Nebraska likes to keep things close and they keep you interested throughout the season, no matter what the circumstances are. It feels like this weekend may be a little bit different. Your thoughts on that spread and how big it is and what type of chance Nebraska has to maybe make it respectable? Well, I'm I'm a little surprised Michigan is that big of an underdog at home against Nebraska. Uh, I thought that they uh, might be a little closer, but, you know, <laughs> Vegas knows. So, uh, But, you know, I, I think Mickey comes out, um, and uh, they run the wishbone, and I think it throws them completely off, and, uh, you know, Nebraska – is able to cover the their the spread, right? They is gonna that win how 42, this is to play out? Huh? Are they going to win forty-two twenty-one? <laughs> just an outright butt kicking, okay? <laughs> well, I think I think Nebraska has and Nebraska has a chance to cover. Let's just say that. So you're <laughs> telling me Whipple all along
2: has been this masterful wishbone guy. He's just been waiting yeah. for the right day.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you just you, you just can't throw those cards on the table too soon. So they have been pointing to this. Uh, I think you will see uh, uh you know Yant in the fullback spot and uh Gabe Urban's healthy now they've been pointing about the, the turf toes okay uh, yeah I, I think this is when we unveil the wishbone absolutely we could see, we could we could see what Mickey would have done had he been a, a an Oklahoma sooner wishbone quarterback well the thought bubble why not
2: just goes off right there Mickey and the Wishbone in Ann Arbor. Why not? Bill Dolman with us as he's getting ready for Big Ten Volleyball tonight. Hale Varsity Radio Roadshow Friday. We're here at the Hale Varsity Club. And, uh, Bill, uh, speak on this interesting dynamic. It's been a topic this week with Mickey and Whipple. Uh, It just doesn't seem eye-to-eye right now. And uh, this is the third game now where you're going to need to run the ball and uh, we'll see if uh, the, the crotchety OC complies.
1: Yeah, you know, I remember that quote that Whipple had uh, a few weeks ago that maybe he's better when he's not very nice. Shall we just paraphrase, right? We all know what he said um, and that he's better when he's, you know. That. And, but, but maybe that's not a really good way to operate when you're the offensive coordinator to a guy trying to get, you know, the head coaching job and it, maybe just, you just want to play nice to run out this, this, the season and, and do it on a positive note and, and, and just try to have some harmony. I think the last couple of weeks, the postgame press conferences have been a little uncomfortable. Mickey did something about it after the Oklahoma game, when he made the change at defensive coordinator. And at this stage, you, you can't make that change in the, the OC position. Not that I'm saying he wants to, but it, it does not seem harmonious in listening to Mickey after the games against, uh, I've already forgotten who Nebraska's played. So, yeah, th- this just seems like a foregone conclusion to the relationship that I'm, I'm guessing there won't be any signing of yearbooks once the year is done. No, you know, best friends forever, stay in touch. Have a cool uh, summer. That kind of thing. <laughs> uh, I, I just, I just don't get that sense, and that's kind of unfortunate. This, this should have been much more of a all for one type thing, given all that they've been through since the uh, the Georgia Southern game. Uh, and, and you just don't get that sense. You just get it's, it's coming to an end. They're gonna, they're gonna separate in three weeks, and everybody's anxious for the news as to what's going to happen with Mickey and everybody else. And we're still a couple of weeks away from that.
0: Bill Dolman's with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And, Bill, it's a simple question, but it's a tough answer. What does a successful result for Nebraska look like against Michigan on Saturday?
1: Well, I think it's going to be just like it would have been back in 1997. Uh, you know, If the two teams played, Nebraska would have won that game handily. And I think, that, you know, that we've been waiting for this moment to prove it. Maybe we haven't done it in the last couple of meetings, but, you know, doggone it, why not now? Why not go shock everybody at the big house and pull off the big upset Prove once and for all, twenty-five years later, that Nebraska was definitively the national championship team, as we all know. And that's why I think Nebraska, in honor of the twenty-fifth anniversary, will win it by twenty-five. To win by twenty-five. I put a lot of
0: thought into that. To win by twenty-five, Nebraska needs to do what though? Offensively, defensively, get in
2: fight what have you. in the tunnel and have their best guys <laughs> suspended. <laughs>
1: one uh, way score 25 more points <laughs> i love thanks. the optimism thanks <laughs> bill. i love it. bill last never, last I, thought i'm never going against my big red especially when it comes to michigan and all that we had to live through back in 97 so th- th- there's going to come a day when we are going to prove it once and for all definitively and we can just move on from this one and then the next one, and we get to Black Friday, and then we all get to open our presents on the 26th. About a
2: minute here on the topic of Trev to end it. You think he's just sitting back, feet on the table, giggling at at this wild speculation? (laughs) No,
1: no, I I think that was being done about 20 years ago during the four-year case of the flu. I think before things got out of hand and blew up, I think that that guy was probably doing that just a little bit, enjoying watching Nebraska fans twist and reading what was in the media. I, I don't get that sense at all with Trav, and you know, and I, I kind of wonder, has he had his guy all along? You know, he said this is going to how it's, it's going to play out. We all believe at this point that USC had Lincoln Riley probably wrapped up shortly after they made the move on Helton and that they just waited for the season to play out. And after Oklahoma was done a four hours later, boom, Lincoln Riley's their head coach that did not materialize, you know, in the last couple of weeks or a couple of hours before they made the announcement, you just can't do it. in a job like that with the amount of money we're talking about, and is it possible that when Trev made his move in September And dare I say, started making the move a year ago. Mm -hmm. You know, he knew he was going to have to do something like this, that maybe he has had his guy and all the speculation is going on. Trev's just been holding a steady hand, knowing what he had planned and knowing what he needed to do. And maybe it's, it's fallen into place the way he wanted it. And he's just been showing a lot of discipline and leadership and until the job is finally finished and the name is announced. Bill Dolman, Bill, have a great call tonight. Thanks for a few minutes today. All right, the whole country will be watching. Maryland and Minnesota volleyball from Minneapolis. And with that, go Big Red.